are we receiving me? Yeah, just 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 about, just about, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just as we go live, uh, my screen freezes. So it's just typical technology right now. But yes, it is Thursday. It is nine. So of course, guys, it's UK Cowboys time. How are we feeling, fellas? I just, I just, I just want to smash these Eagles' mouths so shut right there, honestly. <laughs> I like it. I love it. Um, yeah, if you haven't told, tell, if you couldn't tell, tell is not a word. Uh, if you couldn't tell by the amount that we've been posting about like the Cowboys and anti-Eagles stuff, how much we really enjoy this game and hate the Eagles. Shout out, though, of course. I need to do a big shout out, and then we'll continue on to the UK Eagles fans. They're not bad guys. I'm sure they are, but that, that, team's, that team and the organisation are just absolute crap. So. <laughs> Come on, Paul. Let it all out, mate. Let it all out. Keep going. Keep going. Don't stop. Oh no! I'll, I'll keep building that. I'll, 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 I'll drop, I'll drop off all my insults for the whole show tonight. <laughs> yeah, on top of that, I think we've got a spare apart for fellow UK Cowboys. I know it. Ian Davis was on his way out to Philly for the game right now. Jeez! <laughs> I, I, I hope he's Head got. A, I, I hope he's got some Kevlar to bloody put on. Yeah. Um. I will say something off air, something I seen that was really funny that uh, a fan did. You know, like how they make the fans walk up to the stadium and they've got that whole tradition with Eagles fans of the booing and all of that. Cena could, I'll tell you off air what I saw. And I'll share the pictures, quite funny. Um, but yes, we are here to talk about the Week 9 game, big division rivalry game here. More than just the top spot, the NFC East at stake here. Um, the winner of this game obviously will go to the top or stay at the top if it's the Eagles. Uh, the Cowboys this weekend, they kick off uh, on Sky Sports at 9.25pm. Another game on Sky for the Cowboys is becoming a regular thing. It's almost like you don't need to get a... Uh, the zone. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> It's uh, a big one. But as we do, we start off every week with the same question. And I'm asking you guys at home as well, the fellow Yukis who are here to join us. We'll see you all in there. We'll shout you out in a moment. Guys, just general thoughts and feelings of this game before we break it in depth into this. Just what's your general thoughts, general feelings? I can imagine what they are, but hit me with it. If we play like we did last week there, we're going to win. Simple as that. If we play like obviously like with San Francisco and Arizona, then obviously we've got a really wet awakening ahead. It really depends what team really shows up, really. Uh-huh. So, um, but yeah, I, I think like with this being a very big game ahead of us, that D Law and Micah Parsons are really, really true. I've always been kind of up for it type of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. I think this game and. I think more of the trash talking is definitely coming from more of the Eagles side. They're going to say, oh, yeah, AJ Brown's going to throw 125. He's going to get 125 yards against the Cowboys. It's like, maybe so. Who knows? We don't know. But the matter of fact, is, it's more putting more points on the board than the, that absolute trash team, you know what I mean? So. Fatality. <laughs> Go on, Jamie, hit me with it. To be fair, a little bit of what Paul said, um, 
you know what I mean? Our, our, our defensive line's exciting to watch at times when they've got their head screwed on. Arguably, even even saying their names just makes you want to get a wash. It's just, just dirty, in it? But it's, they've got arguably the best offensive line in the league. So that's going to be a good, that's going to be a good watch. An then, offensive, sorry, Jay, an offensive line that gets away with freaking murder. Let's yeah. be honest here. The amount, the, the amount of times their offensive line, in particular Lane Johnson, who actually does jump offside and never ever gets called for it, is ridiculous. Mm. So that's one thing to kind of like be aware of. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And then I think it's it's keeping AJ Brown quiet. Isn't it? The, the guy's just phenomenal. I, mean, I think. He's averaging 217 yards a game, but over the last six, he's, I think he's done 135 yards every game for the last six games. Um, it's a shame, not not to disrespect any of the secondaries for the Cowboys, but it's a shame that, that obviously Diggs isn't, isn't playing because that would have been a really good matchup to watch. But yeah. if you can, if, if you can get, get over those two, like I say, I, I think we'll come out with it. It's just, I think I would have preferred this get the first game to be at AT&T Stadium just, just with how good we are at home just mm. to get kind of get that upper hand going in then going into them into their place towards the end of the season but don't really schedule as it is really very true very true and uh, we see you all out there commenting and what have you seen a couple of comments as well on Twitter or X whatever you want to call it guys if you want your comments up jump on the YouTube or the Facebook uh, page to get you can't we can't bring them up off Twitter sort of X whatever we're calling it nowadays, um, but we do see you there. We see you guys, um, and it's good for you to all join us. And I know you're all excited uh, and hyped for this game. So, yeah, like you say, Paul, it, one of the things I was going to touch on was the amount of hype and talk coming from the Eagles side, and I get it, I get, it. <laughs> I, I, I get it. But here's a fact for you. In I don't. Last, I don't. It's because they've only lost the one game, and oh, but let's, be, let's, let's let's be honest, right? Let's I, be honest you, I know where you're gonna go. No, 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 no. Like, wait, so they're mocking us of beating the Jets. They lost to the Jets. Mm, yeah. They they mocked us beating Los Angeles, but they just barely beat them themselves. So I'm sorry. But Eagles fans, you can go and jump off a cliff for all I care in terms of your analysis. The 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 the, the common comment I'm getting thrown at me at the moment uh, took a bit of a beat in today. I, you know me, it's more off a duck's back. But one comment that I find quite funny that keeps reoccurring is, who have the Cowboys beaten? And I was like, well, who have the Eagles beaten? <laughs> in terms of, of quality plays... All they've had is they've had one team, the Miami Dolphins, that they've beaten, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, and and, was, and and if you look at their actual records, they've not actually beaten teams by I think it's more than three scores. Yeah, like it's yeah. all been very close. They almost lost to the Patriots. They almost lost to Washington. Like yeah. they could have lost to the Rams. So for them to say, "Oh yeah, we're six and one," yeah, right. right. Yeah, congratulations. You to barely who? yeah, you barely scanned it off your teeth there, and yet you have criticizing us where we're actually putting 30 plus points ahead of the opposition per game. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, yeah. but 
Eros fans, Eros content creators, wait the hell up. Yeah, See, I, yeah. I, I, I always find it the same. Like, I'm going to keep banging on Paul Drummond because I know how much Paul hates the, the, what we said, the Cowboys. And, uh, the Eagles, but it's like, they always seem to be the same, like, the, the loud-mouthed, bit obnoxious sometimes. But you watch it, we'll go into that. It, it'll be kind of one of those games where we'll, the Cowboys are going to their backyard and kind of pull out the Rams' kind of performance and absolutely put some away. And they'll find some excuse to paste over it. I think, was it, was it the other year? I think if, if I'm right, I could was it. I think it was Jake took actually, I've seen, it, seen a tweet and he was on a, some Eagles fans were bag, bagging on him about him and he just turned and said, well, look, look I think he was the other, was it two years ago? I think we beat him twice and they were, they were going off on it and he's like, they were going, yeah, but this and he's like, but we beat you with our backup quarterbacks. Yeah, with Andy Dalton. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And it's like, it, it, they'll come up with some excuse for the words. We'll just sit there and go, look, the Cowboys lose, I mean, the Cowboys deserve to get beat. And it's that way. But it's like, it's always a different here's story. The, with them, here's it? the final, Jamie, right? We at least hold our team accountable when we lose. Yep. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Eros, they don't. They really don't. Like, they're in La La Land, as far as I'm concerned. For them to still come out and say that Jalen Hurts is better than Dak Prescott, which is one of the hot topics right now, I'm sorry, but Jalen Hurts is finally getting exposed of the type of player that he is this season, right? Like, what has he actually really done? Like, yeah, he's pulled at some real one or two good plays there and there, but what has he really actually done? How much is actually more down to the credit of their offensive line of their fourth and one doing the the whatever you call it the shove the you know the quarterback sneak they do that's tush, on the push. offensive line no, the touch push whatever you want to call it yeah. so that's on the offensive line yeah like and don't get me wrong but yeah age right so yeah age bound yeah he's getting 125 yards per game stuff like that no doubt he is a good player but. It only takes him. It takes the player to actually like take the weight off what Jalen Hurts has actually done. Jalen Hurts has actually caused a lot more damage than people are actually seeing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and here's an interesting point. Here's a crazy one: is all of this week, uh, Jalen Hurts has been in the knee breaks. So I'm wondering how much running is he actually going to do this week? He's gonna have him. That's just the name too, and that's no disrespect to the rest of the team. That's just because obviously we've got we're short for time now, but he's he's gonna be running for his freaking life for the weekend. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I I mean, um we'll get some injuries up in a moment. Um and we'll we will go through it all because one thing that has cropped this week already, and we'll talk about this straight off the bat because it needs to be talked about, is Tyron Smith is still not practiced. It's time, it's time to move on. It's time to move on. Time to move on. Love the guy, but I think he's getting to the point now, isn't he? And we say it every time. It's, he's got to think of his life outside of football. He's got a family. He's a young guy. The bigger things to than football. I totally yeah. agree. Yeah, totally, totally agree, Jamie. As much as I love Tyron Smith, and when he is on the field, he is a impact. But 
he's just trying to stay fit. And that's now been, what, f- eight seasons at least in a row now? Like, we've, yeah. we've, not, ha- we've not had a full season of Tyrone. Yeah. Uh, so, obviously, the issue we've got so, is Tuma Odoga, uh, who filled in, left with a knee injury last week. He's been limited, obviously, the last two days. Um, Michael Gallup started the week off ill, but he's registered a full practice today. Uh, Jaron Curse, he had a toe injury, uh, but has registered a full practice today. So the only one who has yet to register a practice is Tyron Smith. Yeah, that's just a concern. Are you concerned about what that means for the line, especially with Tuma? Because that's going to mean that we're looking at Awesome Richards this week with that defensive line. Yeah, potentially. Like... In fairness, though, that just needs a couple of just he needs like no more like he needs three seconds just to get the ball out. He needs to get like, and that's the whole point of this West Coast offense. Yeah, yeah against yeah. against teams like Philadelphia, get the ball out quickly. Yeah. So this is where you mitigate off- the pass rush. Exactly. Like yeah. yeah. So we need to make sure that Dak is on form. Get the ball out as quickly as possible. Make sure our wide receivers and tight ends create enough separation to allow that within that short space of time to really ex- like open the field up. So that's that's the key to victory, really, is for that to, in terms of moving the ball forward and putting points on the board. Do, 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 you, think, do you think this this kind of hinders Tyler Smith a little bit as well in terms of his, his development from what the Cowboys wanted him to be and they wanted, wanted him to be the heir apparent and it's now it's like he keeps on getting thrown in there and everywhere. And it's like then the patch in the rest of the lineup. If you want him to be the heir apparent to Tyron Smith, and we know we can't rely on him as much as we used to be able to, why don't we stick him out there and then plug up elsewhere? Because, like you say, you're messing with your future left tackle here. But you spent quite a, quite a fairly high, high strap yeah. on it. Because I think there's the problem, is that they're telling you the answer already. The reason why they're not putting him at left tackle is they don't want him at left tackle. The reason they keep rolling and patchwork in the left tackle position when Tyron Smith is out is because Tyler Smith, they've chosen to be left guard. And that's what they've chosen for him. See, this is the thing I don't understand. And maybe something we could probably find out when we're over there. In a couple of weeks' time, for Frank Skinner and stuff like that, where we're speaking to some of the closer guys at Dallas Cowboys uh, media and stuff like that, mm-hmm. is what was the point of drafting Tyler Smith, who we knew was a tackle in the draft, and mitigate him to guard? And the plan was, and this was on record, Stephen Jones says, yeah, the plan is if Tyron was to be retired, we're going to push him back out to tackle. So, what is the whole point? So, I'd rather have, like, Get Tyler back in a position he's played for the majority of his career in college, who he's more most comfortable at, and he did a stellar job when he did fill in for Tyler Smith. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, he was. Yeah, and not to mention, it's like we could have used that to really invest on that other guard, and that was one of the talking points when we were doing this draft this year. It's like what type of guards were there? There was Steve Avia, there was all these other guys uh, in the draft and stuff like that. So. 
I mean, you remember we did a whole depth analysis, like so Avia, who's now yeah. with the charge, who's, who's with the charge. <laughs> yeah, we just faced no, it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, it just kind of, I just kind of feel like. Especially with this year, there's been a lot of kind of question marks in the direction where we kind of went, but so far it's kind of it it's it's hard to say. It's we're in a good position in terms of where we are in terms of our record and stuff like that. We've not got too ma- like many injuries. Like like yeah, we've got some key missing players of like Van Der Esch and Diggs and stuff like that. Yeah, I get that, but all the other players in the roster are stepping up. Which is great, yeah. but are we in a are we in a position where to be bringing the right people, where we could be actually completely dominant and not just being very fifty fifty right now? Yeah, no, I agree, and like this then goes back to the frustration fans have when the Cowboys. They've, they, they've known last week there's this issue with Tyron Smith. Um, obviously, we're missing Diggs as well. So the frustration then becomes when we hit the trade deadline, they make no trade. So yeah. now you're sitting here concerned about depth, the offensive line, concerned about depth, the cornerback, and they just sat there silent. I knew it was going to happen, not because there's this whole, like, of oh, the Cowboys, but mostly because... Uh, and. This goes back to the sting uh, of Trey Lance, and I, I don't want to be like this guy who keeps harping on about it. But you think that fourth round pick that they spent on Trey Lance, which they didn't really need to go and get. Okay, it's helpful, it's handy, it's a nice uh, resting point. But you think that that fourth round pick we could have used during this period to go and get somebody to fill the void. Question is though, Mike, just kind of like in relation to Trey Lance though, we just saw San Francisco got. Um, I know, I know, I know. Right, we got they got the defensive end from Washington there. Oh. Even if Jim, uh, Chase, no, is it no, is it Chase Young? Sorry, Chase Young. Chase Young, yeah, yeah. yeah. If Chase Young, like, because he's basically there for one more, he's there for till end of the season. San Francisco, even if he was leave, they, San Francisco still gets a compensation pick back. Yes. So, would that they'll mean they'll get even, like a third round pick back? So, even for us as well, Chris, because even though we traded for a fourth, we'll still we'll still get a, a much more higher compensation pick, essentially, apparently, because of how high he was drafted. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. So, in a way, we basically got him for well, not free, but we got him for something. Yeah, you can get something out of it, like yeah. Yeah, so we are getting something out of it, though. So that's why I'm still kind of I'm okay with the deal. I'm actually quite okay with it if that's the case. So, but it's time will tell with Trey Lance, and and I know you're not a big fan of it, but um, but the question is, and Tim made a really good question. It's like, why couldn't we do that for the offensive line? If there was a player on the last year of his contract. That's what I would have done. A one-year rental guy. Yeah, one-year rental, and we would have actually gotten the compensation pick for next year as well. So Mm -hmm. that would have made sense. Trade, like, a third round or fifth round or whatever and get a compensation pick at the end of the season. We've utilised this guy. He's played with us for one season. Cool. Whatever. So... 
that's what I would have done. But because there, there, yeah. there is going to be some good offensive linemen uh, uh, coming into the end of the contract this year, so I would have thought, I thought we would have done something there, oh. or even or even linebacker improve yeah. the linebacker that. Yeah, like if he was going to talk about linebacker, cornerback, I think that's easier. Like that was that's the only two positions I would have really focused on if that was within the trade deadline, O line or linebacker. That was I the two it, positions I was worried about. For me, it would have been cornerback, just purely for depth. You know, because if your 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 sights are set for the playoffs, I want cornerback depth only because that's what stung us in the past. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't love to see the running back. I think I, 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 dropped, I dropped the comment on the guys on the other night when they were on. Um, and I want to go with Pollard. I, I just don't think he's a. I don't still think he's a, a running back one. I think we need that big kind of bruising kind of running back to to get this running to get this running game kind of out of the doldrums. It just it, it's, it's not effective as as it should be. Um, yeah. And I, I know it might have caught us. I'm not saying. That ex- the exact player, but a type of player that a bit like a, a Derek Henry that's that can go the middle. I mean, like we we've missed that this year. We've well, we've on the last few years, to be fair, with what was he used to bring to the table. Um, and I think as much as the, the other positions concern me, I, I, I think running back more to well to help back. Do you know what I mean? Like you say, it's, you churn up those few yards and make make the field short of a gap. Make it easier for your quarterback. Yeah, I mean that's where we're talking. Like, you know, it depends where you know, like that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Like, is the running game failing because the likes of Tony Pollard and Rico Dowdle are struggling to to hit the the gaps uh, and make use of what they're getting, or is it that the offensive line is so heavily predicated on pass blocking they are struggling in the running game? You know, it's kind of like. Um, like a Rorschach test, isn't it? You know <laughs> what? What? What do you see in the image? Um, but let's talk about guys. Um, the Cowboys' offense. Let's start with Dak, right, guys? Last week, four touchdowns in a game, one interception off a tip ball in the red zone. You can argue, perhaps, maybe Dak shouldn't have thrown the ball where it was, but at the same time, he's trying to make a play in the red zone. Do you know what I mean? And it's up to your receivers to catch that ball. Um, unfortunately, it gets bobbled, it gets flung up in the air, and lo and behold, it's coming back the other way. Those plays happen. It, it does happen. You're never going to avoid it. Um, but let's talk, though, in terms of interceptions with the Eagles. Believe it or not, they only have four interceptions on the season. That is the second fewest in the NFL. They are not getting many turnovers. In fact, they only have 10 turnovers in the NFL right now, the Eagles, uh, on defense, um, which is like middle of the pack. But what is interesting, what I find quite interesting, is that how low down they are. They are allowing the six most passing yards in the league. They Now, their defensive backs, uh, you know, they've had a series of injuries. Avante Maddox has got injured. They've had a safety get injured as well. And I forget there's somebody else, like rotational cornerback guy. So they've had issues. Oh, they're nickelback. Bradley Robbie, his name is. That's it. Yeah, yeah. They're nickelbacker. Uh, this the slot corner. So they've got issues. And what's crazy is Darius Slay this year 
is falling apart. I mean, they he's getting heavily targeted. Leads the Eagles in passing yards and touchdowns allowed. This is a game, guys, where... It's, it's there for the taking, Mike. It's yeah, there for exactly. The yeah, I'm just putting all the pieces together and letting you run with it. Tell me, guys, what you think this sort of game is going to be. The 65 yards, right? 65 yards per game um, on the ground. Yeah, that's number one in the NFL. Now, some will say that's incredible. They've only allowed so many touch um, first downs on the ground. But there's a bit of a yin and yang with it. Where yeah, yeah. Why, why rush the ball when they're secondary and absolute trash? Is leaking. Yeah. Like, so. And that, what do you think, though, Paul, that plays into what the Cowboys do best? Their running game is struggling. Their passing game, especially last week, what we see from CD Lamb, as well as him funnel, Dak funneling targets to all the receivers. How do you think that plays into the Cowboys' hands with the way the Eagles play defense? I think it is really best tailored to it. It's best tailored to our offense, our best offense. I may add. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if we're on our A game, we're gonna be eating so much in this game. Literally, like I was trying to think of something where I could bloody eat like as a celebration, but I couldn't think of anything there. But um, and I am brew. Can I eat? I am brew. That's a drink you're after. Yeah, but you could drink it in celebration. I suppose you could, but anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, if our offense is switched on as they were last week, I can see us completely shutting the Eagles down on Lincoln Financial Field big time. Mm-hmm. Like, and... I just I don't know what it is, man. Like, like yeah, like they're we all know their defensive front is literally the Georgia Bulldogs. We all know that. Yeah, yeah. Right, and we know they have a commanding presence. Like we we saw what's his face. Um, what's their defensive end for the Eagles? Hassan Reddick. That's the one. Like he's been quiet for the majority of the season, but he's still there on the big plays when it counts. Like Washington last week, so mm. so so he did make a big play. He did kind of win them the game last week. So he is a guy you need to watch out for. Terrence Steele, 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 really needs to make sure he's on his eight game blocking him in this game. <clears throat> Likes of um, a Bayadish and Zach Martin, they need to make sure they contain those the defensive like Jalen Carter and X etc etc. What's his name? Got one on him. Um and yeah, and not to mention the Kobe Dean and stuff like that as well. So you need to watch all those guys in that defensive front. So got one on him too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I mean, here's some news, right? That Jaden Carter may not actually play in this game. Oh, what is that? That's your phone. I, yeah, that might be my phone. I do apologize. Um, so Jaden Carter may not actually play in this game. He left last week's game early with a back injury. Now I haven't checked the Eagles report. Maybe somebody will want to do that. I've got I've got it here. He's not he's not listed. Oh, so he's probably playing then. Yeah, so as of right now, uh Bradley Robbie, cornerback, questionable. Yeah. Sua, yeah. Sua Opeta, the guard, is questionable. Jack Stroll, 
tight end, he's questionable. Milton Williams, defensive tackle, is questionable. And Cam Juggins, the center, he's an IR. Yeah. Okay. So he might actually play then. He, he, whatever the injury was that beheld him last week, he's he's looking okay. Now, Kobe Dean, uh, you mentioned him. Mm-hmm. Um, not bad. You know, he's a very good movement he- guy, off-ball linebacker, who's quite speedy. Believe it or not, so obviously he missed the start of the season because of injury. Since he's come back, he has been targeted 18 times. Do you know how many receptions he's allowed in that? 18 times? All 18. Go on. That's just, that to me, screaming Jake Ferguson and uh, Shoemaker yeah. all over. Yeah. To me, to, to be yep, There that, it is. Yep, that's screaming tight ends from me right there. Yeah, that he he will allow. So obviously the thing is, is with Dean because he's the the lighter, shiftier type. You know, if you're if he's trying to jam the tight ends down at the line, they're just going to bowl him over and get free and open. And I think that's what's happening. I haven't gone and watched the tape. I will need to do that this weekend, so I'm going to check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but the big one for me is the likes uh, of Hassan Reddick, Jaden Carter that can create havoc on the inside. And you think Tyler Biadish has had his struggles. Tyler Smith, right? Now, he had his struggles a few weeks ago. But last week against the Chargers, I've all... Rams. Rams, sorry, Rams. Yeah, wrong L18. Looked much better. Very clean. Yeah, I think... What was the total penalties we had, the offensive line last? It was just, just one penalty we had? believe so i might be wrong on that though so already that's a massive an improvement there was a lot yeah. more discipline within the offensive line so that's good so mm. if we can continue that especially against the Eagles as well um yeah if we can if we can just like if we if we could honestly if we just played like we did last week i have <laughs> every single ounce of confidence we yeah. are going to win this game i really do well, here's what I went to go and check, right, Jay? I went to go and have a look to see what was it that gave the Eagles nightmares against the Jets, who they've lost against. And the only thing I can see that's different in comparison to the other games, and this is weird to say, Zach Wilson rushing for first downs. They struggled to contain him on the run. See, which is... When you say it, it's a little bit strange, isn't it? Because they've got a quarterback that pretty much does the similar thing, and it's like, well, and they get him out. Yeah, yeah, it, it can, it can, he's a clearly a better passer than Sackler, but he's dangerous with his feet. And mm-hmm. I think this is where we've had the issues a lot with, with the Cowboys this year with Dak that play to his, play to his strengths now. Like you say, all of the Cowboys have done their own work and seen that. The Eagles' defense struggled with a running quarterback. Now that's what that's what Dak thrives on. That's how that's what that's what gave Dak his name in, in college. Yeah, he can pass the yeah. ball. He's not yeah. a drop passer, but like, look, look how many times just for our game last week that he kind of it's a break downfield and took the ball and run. And how many times? And not just short yards. He picked up quite a few yards and. Mm. I think I think like you say you've you've got to you've got to stick to that. Like you saying, if they've struggled with that, then 
the, the Cowboys should be licking the whistle because as much as we 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 bash Dak every now and again, he, he's ten times the clock back as Zach Wilson is, and he's, he's he, he'll hurt the, the Eagles a lot more than what he would. Yeah, so I'm so I'm just looking at who the uh, no Patriots the, the Eagles have played so far this year. So <laughs> Patriots, Matt Jones, mm. he's not a running style quarterback. No. Vikings, Kirk Cousins, not a running style quarterback. Buccaneers, Baker Baker Mayfield, not really a running yeah. style quarterback. Commanders somehow not a running quarterback. Rams, Matthew Stafford, not a running quarterback. Definitely not. No. Uh, Jets, <clears throat> Zach Wilson, running can be a running quarterback if he wants to be, and and that's what won him the game, like you just mentioned him, right? The yeah. Dolphins, Tua, eh, he could be. But I think he's not willing to risk the injury, so that's why he's been more in the been more in the pocket. And again, Sam, down. Yeah, yeah, and and again, Washington again. And looking at the record, twenty five twenty against the Patriots, thirty four twenty eight, twenty five eleven, which is probably the biggest win they've the had yeah, yeah. in terms of deficit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, um, Commandos thirty four thirty one. That was Ram, a close one. That was a, that was the first game, twenty three fourteen against the Rams. Lost twenty fourteen to the Jets. Thirty one seventeen to the Dolphins, and thirty eight thirty one. So, I don't think there's been a game where it's been over twenty points they've won at all. Yeah, they've not, they've not been convincing. That's the thing. Well, here's the big one for me: that the Cowboys are quite good at converting on third down right mm-hmm. and if you want to check this out you can go and check the eagles on third down are one of the worst teams at stopping teams from converting i think they're converting on 44 percent of the time yeah. on third down which is right down the bottom i think it's like third worst in the nfl yeah so they cannot they can't stop drives they, they're struggling to stop drives 43 percent whereas yes good memory they're not, and to be fair, looking at it, they're not, they're not as good converting themselves. They only convert 50% of the time. Yeah, yeah, they're not too bad. I mean, like, but, uh, you know, converting, stopping their opposing teams, is, they've really struggled. Uh, and I think the way Dak is playing, and when you think that, you know, we're talking about struggling to contain running quarterbacks, you know, the rush yards, I think the statistic on that, that they, they're good at stopping the run. Yeah, they are good at stopping the run. They are, right? Let, let's start there first. But it's also skewed because teams are throwing and they're able to throw on them. So it kind of warps how that looks. It kind um, of comes back to what you're saying, though, mate. It's very yin and yang. It's like, why do we need to rush the ball when they've got a stat defense up front and they've got a weakened second, weak secondary where we can take advantage of as like common sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like don't stick, stick to what works. It, yeah, it, 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 like for anyone to say, "Oh, we need to rush the ball more." No, we don't. If we're if we're moving the ball upfield, there's no need to rush the ball. I don't care about running back stats and that. As long as we're putting points on the board, that's what matters. And here's a good one: Dak Prescott right now, seventy-one percent completion rate. That's half a percent behind Josh Allen who's first in the NFL. Dak is second in completion rate. And, and where's Hurts? 
Um, I can't remember. I, I'd have to go and have a look at that one. He's he's fairly high up ish. Is he not like ninth or tenth? Yeah, I think he's about tenth somewhere around there. But here's a here's one that that went you know talking about. Um, so obviously we know we need the the offensive line. I think this game is really down to offensive lines. Which defensive line and offensive line can win their fights? If the Cowboys win more than the Eagles do, that's where the win happens. Um, Stop Hassan Reddick, Junkart, the likes of the rest of the guys on the inside, Cox and all the rest. You do that and you will slow them down. Uh, mm. The linebackers, I think, are still up for debate. Uh, in my defensive breakdown, I've actually touted that the Cowboys linebackers, as it stands right now, are better than the um, Eagles linebackers. I know it sounds crazy, but it's more of a case of uh, Nolan Smith has only played like 40 snaps this year and made like three tackles. That's a first-round pick for them. Um, that's all he's done. Nakobe Dean missed like the first three games of the season. He's starting to get into the swing of it. And then uh, Zach Cunningham is probably their best linebacker. But Damone Clark, in terms of production, has done better than him. So you could argue that the Cowboys linebackers on paper look better. Um, so that that was one note. On the other side of things, so obviously we've got AJ Brown to cover, who's having a phenomenal season. Like this guy is on fire. He's nearly up to a thousand yard season. I will give him, I will give AJ, AJ Brown credit. I will give him He's credit. Fire. He's fire right now. Um, and you've got to stop him. You've got to stop him. But here's the good news: the Cowboys are second in the league in passing yards per game allowed. Yep. So they're only allowing 177 yards per game. So <clears throat> obviously that means that this is Hurt's biggest test. When you combine that with what Deron Bland is doing right now, mm-hmm. we'll talk about him in a second, but what Deron Bland is doing right now, tied in with what the defensive line is doing, creating so much pressure and sacks uh, and all the rest of it, this is Hurt's biggest tackle. But I think Hurt, if he is going to go out running, the defense needs to predicate themselves on stopping the run. Yep, definitely. Because but, we can't we can't afford the run RPO on us as well. Yeah, because that has that that has been one of our biggest weaknesses for our defensive front. Yeah, it's it, true. It's and it's it's still like jo- like Joshua Downs, Josh Downs, that Dobbs. Sorry, Josh Dobbs. Yeah. Yeah, that it is. So, and that says it all. And even um, Danny Dimes can still do it. So, mm-hmm. and that's always been the problem: as quarterbacks escape in their pocket. Yeah, and that's it. And this is where the problem goes: is that you've got somebody like Jalen Hurts who can move it like that. And we'll talk about Swift as well. Dion, uh, um, Swift, the running back who they got from the Lions. But we'll talk about him in a second too. Um, because the trouble with that is their style of play takes out our best player, Micah Parsons. So because Micah Parsons is this pass-rushing type guy who's very speedy type guy, yeah, that's what he is. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> like, he's that kind of guy. No, that's what he is. But um, because they're doing that, and they, 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 if you watch, they flow away from him. It takes it away. And believe it or not, 
we talked about Hassan Reddick uh, uh, and Micah Parsons. I've had this argument this week. Red, so Riddick has more sacks than Micah by one, but that's only because they're making Riddick like pass rush so much more often. So uh, Hassan's pass rush win rate is like 12%, which is way, way down. But it's just because they're asking him to do it so often. Micah Parsons, 22.6% win rate, fourth highest in the league. As well, as well with, with that, though, Mike has been doing it on a consistent basis, and, he, and defenses that are trying to come up with, with new, new ways to try and stop him. Whereas Reddick's, since he's coming to the NFL, for me anyway, it's been, it's been very a miss. So he's yeah, he's still, a bit, still a bit of an unknown commodity. So a lot of that time is because I think it's because coordinators just don't know what they're facing up against. Like I say, whereas Mike, you just literally know what he is. and you just, they can go out and try and do the homework as much as they can. Like you say, but even even with doing that and trying to stop him as much as he can, he's, he's still causing havoc. So, yeah. yeah. It, it, can, it can have to start, but that but Michael will come out on top this weekend. I think so. I think that they'll use him more as a... a I'm, I'm hoping so, anyway. More as a spy. Just, like, yeah. basically follow Hertz around the field. That's your job. Just chase him. <laughs> That's how I feel they need to utilise him this week. Um, now, the big one, though, of course, is I've gone and checked. Uh, nearly half of the rush attempts, right, Paul, come through the A and the B gap. So does that mean that's a big week for Jonathan Hankins, Mazzy Smith? Has to be. Yeah. I mean, they are missing their center Cam Juggins right now. So there is a. But he's a backup center. Is he? Yeah. Oh, so he is. I, 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 Kelsey's the star. Kelsey's right. the star. Yeah, yeah. I almost forgot about him. Oh, my God. I know. Yeah. It's because you always pay concentration on the other Kelsey. Uh, well, he's probably shaking it off right now, the way he's acting right now. Yeah, yeah. No, no one got my joke there. No one... I got it. I got it. Oh my god! I got it, I got it mate. I got it. Don't you worry. You just said. You just said because I brought it up. <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, like, so I think this is a big game for because like people are complaining about Marzi, and it's like understand that. The reason they got Mazzy Smith in is one of the reasons, anyway, was the Eagles. So the Eagles fill up on uh, their offensive line, rushing quarterback. They go out and get DeAndre Swift. So what do the Cowboys do? Let's go get Mazzy Smith, clog the middle. And I think this is the game why they draft him. You know, while they're all moving one way, you've got to, you know, while they zig, you've got to zag, you know? And um, I think that's what the Cowboys have done. And so we'll we'll see really where Marzi Smith is by this game. This this game is the decider. Um, I think, though, another big one, and we'll, we'll move to AJ Brown in a second, but I just wanted to get your opinions on uh, Dallas Goddard, who's third on the team, in receiving, had a hundred yard receiving game this season already. Uh, do we think 
the likes of uh, Jalen Curse are going to be able to contain him. I mean, we've seen him struggle with an elite tight end this season already with Kittle. I think it'll be a big test for him, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like I said, though, Mike, we know it's going to be a tough game. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to reiterate what I keep saying. It's like, if we have our best team, like like we did last week, and really turn it up, then I've, we're going to win comfortably. We're going to force the mistakes on the Eagles, both defensively yeah. and offensively. So I think it's it's more, the pressure's more on us, I would say. You've made me smile. You've made me smile. No, no. I don't think the pressure is. I think the pressure's on them. But you made me smile because you said the word I was hoping one of you would say in tonight's show, and that is mistake-free. So this game is purely on mistakes. Who is like We've talked about defensive, offensive line wins, but basically what it boils down to is who can have the, the least amount of mistakes. Whichever team does is the one effectively at the top, at the top of the scale. That's the number one key point. Be mistake free. Be penalty free. And you you hit it, Paul. So you win a thousand mic points. Woo. Yes. Uh get to ten thousand, you get a free cigar. I was trying to say add that to my points tally for fantasy football. Yeah. <laughs> I will do that in a little bit. Oh, yeah, no, you can't get that. That's illegal, Paul. Um, but let's okay. Let's uh, let's talk, guys, about AJ Brown having a really big season, right? And everybody's talking about it. It is brilliant. He's only behind Tyreek Hill. Now, to me, this is like the this is where two th- worlds are going to collide. While he's having this phenomenal season, I think Deron Bland is having an even bigger season. I think what Deron Bland is doing right now um, isn't being talked about enough. Like, we could talk about the interceptions. Yeah, he's second in the league in interceptions, but he's first in the league in pick sixes. He's got three on the season, right, which means he's matched the record. If he gets – all he needs is one more to break the record. and We've got another, like, what, eight weeks, ten weeks, nine weeks? I don't even know what week we're on anymore. So we got we nine ain't. more weeks. <laughs> we got nine more weeks of football for him to be able to just catch one more and score a touchdown. He's got the record. But I think what's really good is you're seeing him. It's not just those plays. Those are the splash fancy highlight plays that everybody sees. When you watch the game, you're seeing him locking down receivers. Like the third down play last week, Dash from the Rams should have been a first down. But Deron Bland reads it, reacts, takes the absolute perfect angle to work himself around the blockers, takes the tackle, and is fourth down. Like this, these sort of plays are what elevate a cornerback from like just you know, like people will just be like, "Oh, Deron Bland, he's just this guy who scores touchdown just." But you know what? You know the the argument people have. Oh, yeah, all he's doing is uh, making into the same thing with Diggs, mm-hmm. with Trayvon Diggs. But he's not. He's locking things down. He he's making pass deflections, and he is 
stopping receivers, and he's a tackling machine. Like, where do we think this win is going to happen this week? Does Deron Bland win his his fight with AJ Brown, or is AJ Brown going to eventually get some wins, which will start to break away? Then I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it'll come to that matchup. To be fair, and I don't mean that in, in disrespect to no, no, yeah, yeah. I say I think I think the Eagles will probably push it. I think we'll probably see him get a maybe not a pick six. I think we'll see him get an interception just for the fact that how many times they target AJ Brown. That's just the, the stats alone tell you tell you that. So I I, I think it's probably going to be more on Dak this week, um, but. In terms of that, in terms of what you mentioned, I, I think, I think Bland's probably going to come out on top on this one in that particular matchup. Mm. Paul, he's thinking. Is he deep in thought? You can see like this, you can see the bubble coming out of his head. He's thinking in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My connection keeps dropping. Oh right, no. Just saying, like, well, just what your thoughts are. Do you think? AJ Brown's going to win this fight against Deron Bland, or do you think Deron Bland will be the guy that comes forward in the end? Nope, he's completely gone, I think. Uh, (laughs) We'll continue on. We'll continue on. Uh, So, yes, um, this is a big game. And, like, the thing is, I don't know why I just said this is a big game. Keep saying that. Everybody knows this already, but. uh, yeah, the, the importance here, I think, is trying to reduce what they're doing uh, on the outside. Because you do that and you will stop uh, Jalen Hurts and uh, the rest of the UK. Paul, you back in? I think so, but it just keeps dropping. But I will, I did manage to hear that question there. So I think this is going to be a repeat of last year okay. when that, Dallas played Minnesota, where it comes to Justin Jefferson. Okay, yeah, I see where you're going. Completely yep. shut it down. Yeah, I think he's going to be going to be limited about fifty yards. I think. So, are you? It would your defensive philosophy then be used be to use the safety to bracket AJ Brown, or is it more to bring in like say a guy like Donovan Wilson to play down in the box and stop the run? Because remember, DeAndre Swift. Is having a good season too. He's fourth among running backs. Yeah, I really, I, I don't know honestly how to answer that one. If I'm being honest, um, yeah, I really don't know. Yeah, that really. is the tricky one. I gave you a bit of a, a trickier one there. <laughs> I'm just trying to get it out of you, mate. While you still got the connection, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think. Because the thing is, is what we've got to remember is Jalen Hurts leads the NFL in turnovers, right? Three <laughs> eight interceptions. Um, and last week against Washington on the goal line, um, one of those infamous tush-push plays that you were just talking about earlier, Paul, Jalen Hurts coughs the ball up and the, the commanders jump on the ball and take it. It's the first time we've seen the That's- Eagles have a negative play from it. No, it's happened twice, is it not, this year? Is it happened twice? I believe it it's happened, happened twice. I think it happened last week as well. Yeah, so I was saying against the Commanders. But, well, last week the Commanders, but the game before that as well against the Dolphins. 
I believe. Mm. I could be wrong, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, it's very possible um, that we, we see them slowly moving from it if it keeps causing problems. Because, I mean, people are starting slowly. If they're doing that and it's causing fumbles, they're starting to pick up on um, on this. So it is something they've got to keep an eye for. But I think stopping the run is got to be the priority of this defensive line. They've got to get the big nose tackles in, slow things down there, and just let the rest of the guys, let your safeties come down play in, and just let your corners just do the best that they can to try and stop the receivers on the outside. Because they, they, They'll do it eventually, I think. They they will they will win. Deron Bland is playing far too good for it. And, I, and that's how I would do it. I'd have Black Brand. Tell me if this is how you do it. Bland on Brown and Gilmore on uh, Devontae Smith. Yes. Yeah. I think you've got to do it. Just, I think you've got to do it just because Bland's been the, the more upstanding guy. Corner, yeah, kind of, kind of stuck. Kind of one in terms of that. If you want to give it a number, and um, so you, sounds like you put you put him you put him on their best receiver. Don't you? I think again with that, I say if you if you nullify their run game. It's it's gonna make them take more shots downfield, and like I said, I think that's where where you then you you, you probably take away the game from them because they're just not gonna be able to target AJ Brown as much as well. They're gonna target, him, but they're not gonna be able to get as much because I think we've got a, a cornerback that's they're not gonna shut him down fully, but he's capable of of trailing him all all the whole game anyway. And do you know what gives me the best comfort of all of this game is we watched the start of the season, right, guys, with um, the Cowboys' offense, and it was a slight struggle to watch. But if you go back and you start looking at the two LA games, that Cowboys' offense has started to click. The things, like as if things are starting to, like the blocks are falling into place all of a sudden, and thing like the, everyone's starting to get on the same page and understand it. Sometimes that happens with offenses, especially when you change as dramatically as the Cowboys did. And I, I think when you watch the last couple of weeks, you just kind of like, ooh, right, okay, things are starting to come together here. And I'm just wondering, especially when you watch the LA Rams game, that they were targeting. Not just see the, the the idea wasn't target CD Lamb. There was targets going to Brandon Cooks. Michael Gallup was making catches. Turpin was in on the play. Ferguson's out there. They throw a catch to Schoolmaker who goes for a first down. There was all these pieces that were starting to come together on the offense, and it wasn't even a complete game from the offense. It was a really good game, but you could say there's still bits that could sharpen up. So you just wonder how far this offense can actually go once it's fully firing all cylinders. And I think this week against Eagles, we will get to see how far along it's clicking. And it's close. I think that it's very close and it's about to get there. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit of close for comfort. Also, um, a little bit of news, that if Brandon Aubrey makes his next kick, um, he breaks a record for most... Just- you, you didn't shout him out before, so I just jumped in there. Like, he got um, special teams player of the week, didn't he? He did. He did. And, and he that's made... you, didn't, you didn't hear it. And I mean, even especially Paul, because Paul's, Paul's been banging the drum for this year. And I'm like, I thought Paul would have had a Brandon Aubrey t shirt on today. 
<laughs> he might get one when we're in Dallas. He might get one. But he, he, all he's got to do is he's got to make one more kick, and that will be 19 straight kicks, which is a record for most consecutive kicks to start a rookie's kicker season, um, which is phenomenal. But um, just sticking with, with the final question, and we'll get to the next segment. Um, should the Cowboys continue to play Sam Williams as a gunner? Yes, 100%. <laughs> How wild is that? 100%. How weird does it look to see a guy of his size <laughs> downfield? I wouldn't say um, it's weird, Mike. I, wouldn't, I say it's freaking terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Like, rather than having a 210 cornerback, cornerback or yeah. wide receiver chasing you yeah. down, <laughs> you've got a 260-pound guy coming down with full intention of knocking you clean the hell out. Yeah. So, yeah, if Samuels can actually run the pace where she can, because that's one thing we did outline, like... Yeah, it's get off. It's get off and his actual straight line speed. It's, yeah. perfect, it's perfect for special teams. It, it makes sense, yeah. <laughs> it, it makes so much logical sense. and uh, Very credit, smart move from Fassel. I was just about to say that. It's a clever oh. move from Fassel, really clever. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, and it gets him more opportunities to be on the field, make it make mm-hmm. a more name for himself and really justify himself to be that second round draft pick. Don't get me wrong, like I know we spoke to him on Cowboys Experience. Yeah. And yeah. and his goal was to try and get 10 sacks per season. That's gonna be a lot more difficult now. I think. Like so I think he's taking any opportunity he can right now and really kinda like stamp his foot to try and get those more opportunities in the defensive line. I will say this to this comment that we've interviewed him and I'm telling you now, he will not care. He just wants to be on the field making plays, Tim. Um you know, I yeah, he, he will obviously want to play on defense more, that's true. But um he uh, I mean, what do you reckon, Paul? That he's just from when we've talked to him, he's just like just who cares? Put me on offense if you want put, to. Well, put it this way, right? If I was a second stringer, right, and I wasn't getting as much game time, I would do anything, literally anything, to get an opportunity to be on that field to make an That's impact. Like, oh, but I mean, just from from talking to him, you know. Oh, from talking to him, yeah, like absolutely. Yeah. But I'm just saying, from from my perspective, when I was playing for the Pirates and stuff like that, if I was on the on the sideline, I don't know something else. Yeah, like like. What can I do? Let me can I play the free Ted? The, this Kate, yeah, yeah, yeah. does my teammate need to come out for one or two reps? It's like I'm always yeah. persisting my coaches to give me an opportunity. Put me in, work. coach. Exactly, and that's the mentality you want. So Sam yeah. Williams is 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 pestering Faso. He's pestering Aiden Dudley to the high heavens right now. Oh, so yeah. I, yeah. so I don't blame him. Do not blame him no. at all. Just keep keep it up, Sam. Just keep it up, mate. Yeah. Definitely. So let's do this then, guys. Everyone at home, whether you're watching live or after the show has gone out, because um, we get oh, some afterwards. Just, just, sorry, I, just saw, I just saw one of my mates just commenting there. Cat, bugger oh. up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jamie, it's Cat. Yeah. Uh, so we told, I told you well, after we had the Super Bowl party up your way, mate, we've converted her. She's. She's a Cowboys fan now. She just. Uh, she, that's just that. that's <laughs> that. she. she what I was saying, go, 
she doesn't know that she knows she's a Cowboys fan, really. Exactly, mate. Exactly. <laughs> but, but now she knows that she knows. Yeah. And that you know that she knows. <laughs> All right, then, guys. Um, so, yes, get your final score predictions in for this game, uh, everybody. I haven't handed mine in over oh, to SB Nation yet. I'll do that after the show. So, this is going to be. Send, like my, send mine in as well, will you? Yeah, send it in, mate, of course. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, when we get when we finish the show, I tell you what I need from you then, and I, I'll I'll do that with him, um, if he'll do it anyway. Um, yes, final score prediction. So I'll give you mine first, so it gives you all chance to think, um, and then we'll we'll hit this. So I'm going with so the Cowboys are on the rise; they're averaging twenty eight points per game. So let's go a little higher than that. Let's say thirty five. Um. Yeah, and I'm gonna say the Eagles go score twenty four. So thirty five to twenty four, Dallas Cowboys. That's in the link. So and when I say link, I mean Lincoln Financial Field. So, uh, yes, give me your score then, Mister P. What do you think it's gonna be? I'm gonna go freaking wild in this one. As I like either, it. I like wild. As, I like wild. The, I'm either going to be a freaking genius or I'm yeah. going to be a complete <laughs> delusionist. I'm going to say Cowboys 45, Eagles 24. I like it. Go hard or go home, Paul. Yep. Go on then, Jake. Hit me with a godfather. What's it going to be? I'm going I'm going a similar line as Paul. I think it's going to be... It's, it's going to be a score fest. I'm, I'm going to go. The Eagles are going to get 34. The Cowboys are going to 40 burger it and get 41. Foy burger be nice, wouldn't it? That would be the that would be the fun place to go if we could get another four. Like like especially to put that 40 burger image up against the Eagles. Not to mention as well. I don't think we've given up. Like if we do it, like if. Anytime we do win, I will check this right now. Actually, while well, I've got the stats right yeah. now, so mm-hmm. um, I will say this: the Cowboys have won uh, yeah. in the last. Te- go on, in, go on, in, go on. Yeah. So whenever the Cowboys have won, they've not given up any more than twenty points. Interesting. Just, just thinking of it as well. Just we, we, we were mentioning like a kind of high scoring. You know, if the Cowboys whack a forty burger on on this slot this weekend, you know one of the pictures that we have to have on the trip. We are to sit with a burger in one hand and a cannon, cannon in the other, but all with like makeshift um, labels wow. on the top, Eagles Tears. That's exactly what I was going to say, Jamie. It's like a pint glass with a label says Eagles Tears. Yeah. yeah. And a burger in the other and a water burger in the other hand. Just need to, you just need to get the meme of the guy wearing the Eagles hat that flaps about with him oh, trying yeah. on national television. That's what that's you need. Yeah, you just need that guy. Yeah, that's that is the perfect one. <laughs> um, but yeah, keep them in and um, keep those scores coming in. Like I say, if you're watching after the show's gone live, we do get a lot of comments on them afterwards at that particular segment um, or just commenting on there the score so make sure you get them in we do read them all um and then we can hit the final section which paul has missed a couple of weeks so he's missing a few bonus scores so um do you want to see the scores at the moment guys go for it 
All right, we're into the fantasy segment here. Uh, so this is where we're at right now. Just so you know, Lorne was really struggling. He was way behind, but he only got one wrong last week. Nine out of ten correct. Yeah. And the only one he got wrong, I think... I can try to remember which one he got wrong. I know, I can't remember the top one. I'm good if I can remember statistics. Uh, and numbers, but remembering stuff like that, I, it's gone. So that's where we're at right now. Um, it's it's quite interesting. Rich got eight correct on his first go last week. Um, but remember, it's all about those bonus points. That's the most important thing. How are you feeling, Paul? You look. You, right. you, you, yeah, you feel. You feel I'm, still trying, I'm still trying to calculate how you do percentages, then add points on top of that. I don't worry about that. That's at the end of the season. Uh, you just let you you just let Uncle Mike worry about that. I'll sort that out. All right. All right. <laughs> so let's get into this, guys. Make sure you play at home. It's a very very simple game. It's a game basically of um, over under, higher or lower, whatever you want to say. And you can use push, which gives you a point either way. Which, by the way, Lone landed last. Week. <laughs> Joe's comment: Did your phone just fall? <laughs> Sorry. I had to just read that comment there. <laughs> oh, is my phone playing up again? No, I don't know. I think you actually made a fart noise, I think, if I'm being honest. Well, with my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I do apologise. The people will definitely hear that on the podcast then. You, um, you, can, you can tell our, our immaturity level is still like 18 mm-hmm, year olds here. Mm-hmm. Yep, that is true. Um, all right then, guys. So Dak Prescott, nineteen point six fantasy points. Bearing in mind, had an absolute stormer last week. Oh, do I need? Do this. I need to say more? Do I need to say more? <laughs> I like it. Um, so as I say, guys, get those comments in if you want to join in, and we'll see what you guys think at home. Just let us know higher. Put the player name as well, just in case you're lagging behind and we, we don't mess it up. Yeah, um, put, yeah. put the player name, then follow by your answer so there's no confusion. And that goes for the same if you're not watching it live, as we said already. All right, then. Tony Pollard, 16.5 fantasy points. Has been struggling the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah, lower. And I don't because I think I think we're going to share it out. But I think we're going to go a bit more aerial this week. You got yeah. to, you got to. Yeah. I mean, like it's the, the the way that this game is going to go. I don't think they need to keep move. Uh, <laughs> I don't think. Cat, you yes, cat, no cat. I'm not having that. <laughs> cat, you. I am. I'm going to have a word with you, hen. <laughs> um. Interested, um, so yeah, we got some you, yeah, we got some hires, some lowers on Pollard. I think, yeah, it's the way it's gonna go, but they can't, they can't move away and be one dimensional, so they're gonna have to run the ball at some point. So, we will get some. I think the only way Pollard gets, um, this is a good point from Lil Mac, and it's good to see Mac back. We haven't seen him in a while, yeah, yeah, welcome Um, back. Yeah, welcome back to the Mac. Um, Pollard will go highly because of screenplays and short passes. It's a good point. Yeah. Remember, it, it, it is a PPR league we're, we're playing off. So so what was the points again for Pollard? 16? 
was it 16 or one minute? Let me just wait for it to scroll across the screen because I can't be bothered to pull it up. 16.5. 16.5. Yeah, no, no, that's yeah I'm still seeing lower. I'm still seeing yeah. lower on that one. Yeah. All right, then. Here's one for you that'll make everyone happy. CD Lamb, 20.4 fantasy points. This is... <laughs> they have a, the, the, the Eagles have also allowed 16 passing touchdowns, second most in the league as well. And CD Lamb last week scored over 40 fantasy points. And, and you know, and do you know what I did by mistake last week? Yes. I forgot to update my, day, it updated my team and left CD Lamb on the bench. Whoopsie. Wow. Hello. Uh, it sucks to be you, Jamie. I know, yeah. massive brain fire, bro. You know what it is like. <laughs> <laughs> it happened to me. And I sat there and I stood there and I was like, oh, crap. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. like, you think about it. If he's up against Darius Slay, man, I mean, CD Lamb's winning that competition all day. He'll be having thanks to Evan Early. <laughs> ah, yes. All right, then, Jake Ferguson, guys. 8.2 fantasy points, scored a touchdown last week, and in the last couple of weeks, has started to be utilised on the offence a lot more. Interesting. Higher. higher, especially after what you mentioned about the Kobe Dean, I am going to say higher. Ah, uh, see? That's what we always lead into here. I'll try and lead you towards things. The the choice, of course, is entirely up to you at the end of the day. But yeah, Dean, he's... Getting letting off a lot of targets, letting them all through. In fact, Cowboys defense six point seven fantasy points. That's what Lorne won the push on. Just remembered. Mm. I'm going to say lower just because I, I just because I predicted that there were going to be quite a lot of points. I'm going to say I'm going to say higher because I still think okay. we're going to. I, I think we're still going to keep the Eagles to about. Tw- Within the, the low 20s. We got a lot of people saying, Ferguson, ooh, okay. That is true. That um, 12 man formations used to block a little bit more. It's possible. Um, but I think on the defensive side, I'm thinking of the turnovers that, you know, at some point, a Cowboys player is going to get an interception off Jalen Hurts. He's throwing one per game. So it's going to happen. Um, so, yes, that's how I think it. Let's go to the Eagles side then, guys. This one's going to sting straight off the bat, Paul. Jalen Hurts, 21.2 fantasy points. I love your confidence, Jamie. Now, I think rushing yards, but is he going to rush that much if he's in a knee brace and he's got an injured knee? He ain't going to rush that much when Michael Parson makes him eat his own teeth on the, <laughs> on the first drive. I'm going to say split. Interesting. Because he's still throwing to AJ Brown, who's yep. having a really big day. Devonta Smith, he's having quite a good season. Um, I think he's up over 400 yards in receiving. And Dallas Goddard's on like 360 yards receiving as well. Uh, the score of touchdown. So they're spreading the ball around. And then you add to the fact as well, you know, Swift is going to do some work for Jalen Hurts um, over the top, you think, as well. So, it, you know, I mean, the only thing that goes against Hurts is the interceptions and the fumbles. Because obviously that I, takes points away. I will, I will say, I think there will be interceptions, but I think Hurts will still manage to 
get some rushing yards in there. Enough and I think it, to enough, mitigate that. Yeah. yeah, so if we're saying 21 points and it's a split, then it's within 20 and 22. So I think that's, yeah, I think that might be the case. So I'm going to say split. Okay, I like it. All right, then. So here we are then with Jonas Smith. 15.3 fantasy points. Believe it or not, has only one more touchdown than Tony Pollard, but is fourth in rushing yards. I'm saying split. Yeah, I'm going to say Travis Paul on that one. All right, then. That's interesting. Um, All right, then. Here we go. This is where it all kicks off. AJ Brown, 17.9 fantasy points, which means they're predicting AJ Brown to have a lower scoring game than CD Lamb. Split. Triple split? Whoa. Have we ever seen such a thing? What's the split ratio again? Sorry. One point either way. So it could be 16.9 or 18.9 within within that region. Yeah. I'll, I'll split it as well. Stop, <laughs> stop copying me, Jamie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is cheated. Stop it now. All right, then. Dallas got out. 10.5 fantasy points. That's quite interesting. I am. Yeah. You what, did you say? Well done. what did you say, Paul? Have you given a I haven't, I haven't, I haven't said it yet. No. Go on then. Split. <laughs> if you're going to split all the way, I'm cancelling this. <laughs> all right. Eagles depends. If you really want to know what's quite funny, NFL.com. Right, we've got it. We we don't play with the the minute point. Just just you know whatever the point is. The Eagles defense six point six fantasy four points officially on NFL.com. It's six point six six. Lower. Um, sorry, higher. Lower. <laughs> <laughs> lower for me. Lower for Jamie. Don't do it, Paul. Don't do it. Do it. Come on, Paul. Split. Yeah. <laughs> it's a full split. It's a banana split. I genuinely think that's actually quite accurate, if I'm being honest, for what mm-hmm. this game's the way I've got this game predicted and how so What are you thinking? Like a bunch of sacks to hell? I still think, yeah, I, I think, I think the Eagles will get to Dak at some point in the game and stuff like that. Um, or like a Tony like, Pollard fumble. Yeah, or that. Yeah, like they're gonna, they're gonna make some recoveries, but the the downside is obviously they're not gonna store mega points. They're not gonna, like Dallas is still gonna put an onslaught on them. I like little Max idea. Negative yeah. points. Why not? Huh? That's happened twice this year, actually, with a few defences. Yeah. Um, it, well, yeah. With the way the, the Giants, Cowboys have been playing. Giants defence. Yeah. I think they were I mean, In fact, what was their actual fantasy football? I need to check that, actually. Well, I know, like, the other week, their last game, Tyrod Taylor was in 
and uh, he threw for a total of eight yards. Oh, here, like, how New York is their new backward quarterback? Like, mm-hmm. even it's, it's like Joey Tribbiani, pretty much, or something like that. One question. Are you asking who's predicted to have more little Mac? Or do you think who do we think will have more? That Just will have uh, more. Fingers close. Fingers close. You as well. Joe is saying five sacks, three interceptions, and a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Oof. Man, that would be an absolute insane. Well, I mean, like you say that, we went that far. We pretty much had that, uh, minus the sacks. And oh, was it three interceptions? Oh, man. Um, maybe not. Ah, who will have more? I think it's close. You're saying Dak, is it, Paul? I'm saying Dak will have more points. Who has more? Fantasy points, Jamie. Sorry, oh, who, who will have more? Or who will have, or currently has? Yeah. Fan- no, who Jamie, will have more in this game? Oh, in this game, Dak. 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 Yeah. Dak. Yeah. 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 Okay. Come on, Mike. Where's the? Where's the? Um, the enthusiasm for it. Yeah. Come on, get on the Dak train. Choo choo. Yeah, no. man. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. You're talking to the, the, the guy here who's been absolutely beasted this week from Eagles fans. I am getting a heavy trollage at the moment. So don't worry. The more you put on uh, Eagles fans, the better for me. <laughs> it's like as if I'm pushing you in front of them. Go on, you deal with them. Um, but there we go. That is it for this week, guys. So obviously on Tuesday, Brian and the team will be on. Oh, yes, Mr. Paulius Maximus. So, so, so mind, I was telling you about how the negative points and stuff like that, like for the Giants yes. defense, they were minus one and minus one for two weeks in a row. Oh, god, yeah, wow, minus one, minus one, two weeks in a row, and that was game one and game two. <laughs> well, as I say, uh, the team will be on the post game show on Tuesday at nine o'clock UK time, uh, talking about the, the the thrilling win the Cowboys put on the Eagles. Probably, I would say this is one of the biggest games of the week um, for what uh, it of is. the season. Are you kidding? <laughs> I mean, like when you think uh, of juncture uh, of the season, you're probably not wrong. Actually, you know where. Both teams can uh, divert from here is very, very important in this game. I would agree with you, Paul. Um, But yes, uh, we will be back. Uh, We will just do a very quick read. So hit me with it, Paul. It's your turn this week. Yes, guys. If you are planning on going to a Dallas Cowboys game this year, be sure to go and check out CowboysExperience.com for game tickets, stadium tours, meet and greets, and much, much more. Be sure to use the promo code UK Cowboys where you shall receive free stuff and discounts. Yeah, boy. And we will be in Thanksgiving this time. So this time in three weeks. Yeah, we'll be three, three weeks we'll be exactly where they are for is he we'll Dolly be Parton? We'll be oh, the, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, no, it's Thursday, isn't it? I was gonna say we'll be at the main group, but remember it's Thursday. Mm, we no, will be we'll at the game. Three yeah, weeks from very, now. You should be well lubricated by this point. Or the Jägermeister, or the beer. No, oh, yeah. Fireball. Fireball. Um, Fireball. But make, make sure you, you follow. We've got loads of things planned, which we'll put all on the social media 
our travel and events and everything that we'll be doing. So keep an eye out. There might be a few sneaky things in there where you will see us making an appearance in. Um, but yes, that is it for this week, guys. Uh, as I say, comment after the show with your score predictions, fantasy predictions. We love to read them afterwards. Um, but yes, as always, stay safe. Have a great weekend, everybody. I start the show with the first word. So these guys get the last word, and then we'll take it out from there. So hit me with it, guys, and take us out. This is probably the best way to actually say this. Dallas forever, Philly forever. Come on, you Dallas Cowboys. Screw the Eagles. Yeah. I think that's the only way you can go in it. Dallas, Dallas forever, Philly forever, and F the Eagles. <laughs>